0: This podcast may contain language that is not suitable for all listeners. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and may not reflect the views and opinions of the hosts. Oh, hello there. It's been some time. It's been quite a while. I've missed, I've missed you all. Most importantly, this is a podcast and we're back. We're back, baby. We're back for good for the rest of time. We are going to have an episode mostly every week. Hey, life happens, right? This is a, this is without definite aim. This is without definite aim. And this is a podcast where we utilize a random topic generator to dictate the direction of our conversation. It's been too long since we have, we've had a I haven't, I haven't just shot the shit with anybody, and that's what this podcast is. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Drew. I'm joined by my lovely co-host, who I've missed dearly. I've missed dearly. It's Vinny. What's up, Vinny? Cheers, mate. Ah, oh, man, the Aussie button god. I pray, I pray to him every <laughs> night. Still.
1: Do you put a little, uh, do you put a little Vegemite under your uh, your uh, pillow for him every night? That's, I think, the the ritual.
0: That's a once a month thing, and I actually coordinate that with my fiance's once a month thing. Um, it just helps me re- remember. Um. <laughs> Honey, is it that time of month? Cool. Put some yeah.
1: Vegemite under the pillow for the Aussie button guy. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, she has
0: a period. She has a period tracker, and I have a Vegemite tracker. <laughs> period tracker. <laughs> uh,
1: I uh, hello. Uh, I'm excited to be here. It has been too long. Life happens, as as Drew said. I was uh, busy selling a house, buying a house, moving into a house, dealing with all the things that come with uh, a new house, and
0: yeah, it sounds miserable to be honest. Uh, but
1: it hey. can be. It's exciting Congrats. and miserable. Yeah, thank you. It's exciting and miserable all at the same time. It's like yeah, a pe- It's like getting thing... a period for the first time.
0: <laughs> this is your second home, so you've um, your first home uh, like popped. A, it was like popping your cherry. You broke the hymen, and the second one is like, "Hey, this is my fir- this is my first period." We had to we had to make sure Vinny was stocked up on his pads and tampons for the move. So,
1: so in my second house, is this like I'm going into menopause? Is that what this is?
0: No, your first house was popping the cherry. Oh, it was okay. the first time you had sex, which is weird. It doesn't really make sense if you're having sex before you have your period. Then you're um that's that's ridiculous. That's that's a little young, but um enough about I don't need to talk about child sex anymore. So, um the yeah, important no. thing, the important thing is that we're both healthy it's true. and um where it's there's nothing there was nothing scary going on with us, which no. is um you know, a, an update for our listeners. Um you know, we just we just had to had to uh put a put a pause on it because um because life Vinny was yeah, Vinny was was doing some exciting stuff and um I'm I, I want to support that. Although, you know, I'm a, to be fair, I'm a little bit hurt. I didn't I didn't ever get a text from Vinny, "Hey, can you help me move some boxes or anything?" I I told you I would help you and you just you're the nice guy that you are, didn't want to inconvenience me. I know that. But I'm semi strong. I I got a couple boxes in me.
1: I got a couple boxes. I can
0: I've got a couple I got a day and 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 some
1: beer afterwards, you know? Yeah, yeah, you you asked me to lift a box with uh, b- books in it? Fuck no. But if you got one with like some soft toys and
0: uh, Yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe one. some um I'll I'll do the miscellaneous boxes with pens and various tapes and things. Yeah, I'll do those all day.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah, we had enough shit that uh, we, we had to have movers to do it, which was kind of miserable, but, you know, had to... But
0: also kind of nice, though? Like, like... I hoped, you know, my, my,
1: my goal moving into the new house was to... Like, to, if it's it's the goal if you can do house to house, right? Like, that's the ultimate goal. Didn't work out that way because the timing and closing yeah. of contracts and stuff. So we had to move it into storage. There was like a week and a half. That was the thing that was shitty. It was so close. Oh was, man. everything was in storage for like a week and a half, and then uh they moved it out of storage to our new house so another nickname I feel like was... that's
0: one of those things I feel like that's one of those things where you like you kind of never will go back, you know, like if you ever move again, you're gonna have to do movers Oh yeah, it's 100%. like flying it's like it's like flying first class, you know, having sex without a condom. Uh-huh. Those are things when you when you you know when you start doing those things, it's eh, it's a little hard to go back and do it the old way.
1: <laughs> but seriously, practice safe sex
0: though. Like, <laughs> the, um, I'm all about unsafe sex, baby. Let's go. I live on the edge. I want go. all the STDs.
1: Just I'm kidding. nearly married. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's been a whirlwind, but we're back. I'm excited to be back uh there's a lot of things bubbling real quick the one thing i actually drew and i always like talk a little bit before we start recording but the one thing i want to talk about i experienced something that i've never experienced ever in my life before
0: was it sex without a condom how did you know all right let's hear it it's uh it's two
1: words nipple and chafing (laughs) (gasps) dude isn't that the worst Never had it in my life, but I think we've talked about it in previous episodes like uh, uh, on my road to better health I I, I I run occasionally and one night I went out it was raining very lightly it got heavy and I was like whatever you know i'm I'm in, I'm out here I'm just gonna embrace it it, it was nice and c- cool it wasn't like a crazy cold night so it was actually pleasant but the weight of the rain on my shirt. Put pressure on my nips, and one of them particularly—I oh. don't think it bled, but I think it must have like, r- r- like, like basically sandpapered some of the layers of the skin off my nipple. And I oh, got the shower,
0: uncomfortable.
1: And I was like, "Oh, why does my nipple stick?" <laughs> and that's all. That's it. I just wanted. I was so excited, like I've never had that experience in my life. It was kind of shitty. Had to lube that nipple so, before I went out for the day. But
0: yeah, Vaseline nipple, nice. Yeah. Um. How close were you to taking your shirt off during the run? Though is what I want to know. It didn't hurt during the run. It's just it, when I got home,
1: I uh, I was like, oh, what is this? And I, I I said to Jen, I was like, I I just I don't, it came to me. I was like, is this nipple chafing?
0: <laughs> I, was talking, I guess it, I and guess it, it
1: has a lot of names. One of them is run, runner's nipple.
0: Runner's nipple. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um. That that so Jen so Jen was probably like now you know how, now you know how breastfeeding feels a little bit basically like you have some nipple pain in your life this is repayment for all for all all the times my nipples hurt after breastfeeding
1: yeah basically I didn't and I didn't have to have a child to nibble on it too it was just like the weight of my shirt in the rain like how pathetic yeah. is that
0: I so I've 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 experienced nipple chafing in my life. And it's not fun. I had a soccer jersey um, that I really loved. It was a Bra- it was a Brazil national soccer jersey. It's a cool jersey, um, and I-, I used to wear it quite a bit. And then and then I don't know what happened. Maybe I grew I grew into it, and then the place. The- so the- it has the patch right right on the breast <laughs> of the shirt the patch of like the brazilian whatever crest and at some point in time that patch started rubbing on my nipple it started like <laughs> like when i would when i would wear it and go play soccer or like run or be active it would start kind of chipping at the nip you know chipping at and, the <laughs> nip and uh i had to donate that soccer jersey um Ooh. because i couldn't wear it i couldn't wear it anymore it it got I don't know what happened. I don't know if my nipples got more sensitive or something, but I couldn't even wear it just like around the house. It would st- it would just I don't know what the I don't know what the deal was. The patch really just loved going after the nips. So <laughs> chipping at Yeah, the I had nip. to chipping at the nips, dude. Yeah, it was uh it was it's it's unpleasant, dude. Nipple pain is real. Do you remember did you ever get when when you were going through puberty, did you ever have that nip the the weird like lumpy nipples?
1: <laughs> no, I think that was just you.
0: <laughs> no, no, don't do that to me. This is a common thing. I I I hope so. But going this is through a puberty, thing. I hope so. <laughs> this is like going through puberty, I used to get it, not big lumps, but I don't know if it was just like minor infections in the little like nipple fucking pores or whatever but i used to i used to get those nipple lumps and those were painful man my nipples hurt going through puberty a few times nipple uh, pain's real
1: nipple pain is real but as you said i don't know that we can really complain about it to the extent of like a woman that breastfeeds but yeah, it no, was wild. I just never experienced yeah. that. It was kind of funny. It sucked for like three days, and then I, like I said, I was lubing it up with uh, this stuff. It's kind of like a Vaseline. It's called Aquifer. It's like a really heavy, like moisturizer stuff, barrier cream, and I put that on there for a few days, and and uh, I was right, right as rain. The nips were back, the fucking ready to battle. It was that <laughs> with the, you conquered runners nipple, huh? I mean, to a degree, but I know that if I run in the rain, that that's a potential outcome.
0: I just, next time you run in the rain, I think that you should just go shirtless. I think go that's shirtless. a power move. I think that's a power move when it's raining. Not only are you going to keep running in the rain, but I'm going to take my shirt off and just and just give a middle finger to the rain.
1: That's true. I mean...
0: And to, to be fair, Southern California, like, it never rains that hard, so...
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh, I have an idea about how to uh, conquer... Uh, nipple chafing, chipping at the nip.
0: Okay, it involves I'm all ears.
1: it involves uh, some stainless steel products.
0: Does it? Yeah,
1: okay. I'm just I'm I've been thinking about uh, maybe you have a suggestion for a company that maybe could make some like nipple shields.
0: Yeah, it's it's uh, it's <laughs> interesting that you mentioned that because uh, I have the perfect company. Um, have you heard of Bentec?
1: No, please enlighten me on their so, uh, okay. nipple shields
0: such a cool company right bentek it's been around for a while they've now been around for 30 years if you can if you can believe that they were established in 1992 and they're an international company baby they're based in brisbane australia they ship worldwide don't worry the nipple protectors will be on the way to wherever you live in bumfuck montana they will get the nipple protectors to you Bentec is actually australia's only manufacturer of stainless steel tubes the company takes the tube in various shapes and manufactures grab rails, handrails, boat rails, like, Captain. and a range of other products, including but not limited to nipple protectors for the aged care, <laughs> disability, and transport markets, and maybe also runner's markets at this at this point in time. They might be getting into the activewear game. Um, you can find everything that they have to offer at www.bentech.com.au. Just so Bentech's aware, uh, we do own the patent to nipple protectors, stainless steel nipple protectors. So um, we all all we require, no money, no payment, you just keep sponsoring the podcast. And we will keep uh, talking about your products. Yeah, thank
1: you, Bentech. And if you throw a few uh, nipple shields our way, I
0: am not going to say no.
1: Just slide no, it into my pocket.
0: I will be a full-fledged brand ambassador yes for the new and improved nipple protectors by bentec
1: by bentec yeah i've got an idea drew's gonna write a jingle because we all know he's the jingle king uh he's gonna write a jingle about chipping at the nip and uh, how to protect yourself from it and i think we're gonna do a great commercial it's gonna be awesome
0: i'm i'm ready let's do it um yes thank you bentec we appreciate you um full disclaimer they do not make nipple protectors (laughs) as of yet Um, (laughs) i like the keyword as of yet yeah hey never say never right
1: never say never
0: um all right so do you have anything else for me i mean that was beautiful um but before we get to the random topic generator i just want to want to give i want to give the floor to you you got anything else for me
1: no i just wanted to talk about my uh, i wanted to put it out there the the nipple chipping because uh I had never experienced that before. It was kind of funny. It was like, it was almost like, you know, like, it was just like a, it was a new experience for me as a 40 year old man, uh, just to have this experience of the nipple chafe. Yeah. When
0: you, when you've been around the sun 40 times, um, you know, it's always exciting when something brand new happens to you. It's almost a little bit exhilarating. Um, hopefully it's something not too painful or dangerous, but you know. I feel you on that.
1: Yeah. No, nothing else for me. I'm ready.
0: Okay, so you you have the random topic generator. If you're new here, the way that this works is Vinny has a random topic generator. He's going to smash a button. It's going to spit out a random topic, and we're going to talk about it. So whenever you're ready, let's do it.
1: This week's random topic
0: is cats. Oh, (laughs) I, I meow meow motherfucker. I am, I am a full fledged cat daddy at this point. So I feel like, I feel like I can speak volumes to this category. Uh, Funny story. We'll just start here for Christmas this last year. For with Haley's family, and actually, we do it with my family too. We we we've decided to do Secret Santa, right? So we don't have to get gifts for everybody in the family. It's a great way to celebrate Christmas and not break the bank. You know, you just get one. We had a hundred. I think it was a hundred dollar limit, so it wasn't cheap. um, But we just, you know, we draw random names, and uh, Haley's. I think, yeah, I think it was. It was either Haley's sister or Haley's brother-in-law. I think it was Haley's brother-in-law, uh, Josiah. Shout out Josiah. He's a a, a sporadic podcast listener as well. Um, Josiah got me uh, a couple golf golf apparel, uh, polos, pants. Really love. I really love those. He all. They also got me a shirt that says, "It just says meow on the front." It it only says meow like right on the on the again I, I'm gonna use this again I've never used this as to describe a shirt but on the breast it says meow and then on the back it says I think it says like world's best cat dad
1: that's adorable thank you jo- and I, it's well a, Josiah Josiah thank yeah you, Josiah isn't that like a Mormon name it's, or something
0: uh, I think it's biblical at it, uh, some religion I'm I I'm not sure.
1: Does he, uh, I mean, I hope his family's
0: a, not Mormon. It's, uh, I think they're Christian.
1: I think if they, uh, if there's, sp- if he's a sporadic listener, then let's hope that he worships the Aussie button God.
0: That's the, uh, if you, once you listen to this podcast, that's the only God you pray to.
1: Yeah. You fucking better, Josiah, you better get that Vegemite and smother it under your pillow, mate.
0: <laughs> get yourself a Vegemite tracker. Like I do. <laughs> the Vegemite tracker. Uh, yeah, look, I actually – dude, I'm a big cat guy now. Um, I still love dogs. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I will, ha- We will have dogs at some point uh, or a dog um, because I, I think um, – I, I still would say dogs are better pets in the, the fact that they love you a little bit more um, and if they feel a little bit more loyal than cats, and that makes me feel warm and gushy inside. But let me tell you, let me tell you the thing about cats. A both of my cats still love us. They they'll they'll give us cuddles. My cat uh one of my cats Clementine, she's the cuddle bug. She almost every night she comes and lays down on, like legitimately on my chest and cuddles in while while I'm like going to sleep. It's the it's I love it. It's,
1: it's adorable.
0: Uh- oh man, and uh she, what a what a what a gal that cat is. She's crazy. She's the she's the spunky one of the group, but she'll she'll love you real hard. She sits, she lays down, she starts purring. She'll she'll she does expect some pets in there. If you don't pet her, she'll kind of get up and be like, "What the why am I here? Why is am she, I here if I'm not getting pets?" Does
1: she like a little belly rub?
0: No, she she's very almost exclusively likes the cheek rubs. You know how cats like oh, rubbing yeah. things on their cheeks, cheeks and like head. That's kind of okay. where she, she she lives um but yeah she she's she's cuddly she when she's in the mood to cuddle, which is most nights uh she'll cuddle in for a while, she gets up and stuff, but uh i really i enjoy that i I gotta say, and the other thing about cats dude, they're way easier than dogs, way easier
1: see that's I've never fun fact about me, maybe we've set up the podcast, maybe we have it I've never. Had a cat as a pet.
0: Never. That doesn't surprise me. I, I honestly never thought I would. Ha- I would be a cat guy. Like I, I always consider myself a dog person. I we never had cats growing up, in um, except for when I was really little, and I, I don't even remember this. We never had any cats growing up. We always had dogs. So I never thought I would be a cat guy. But um, yeah, our our uh, our hedgehog died, and we got cats.
1: drew's hedgehog died and he was like good riddance
0: oh man let me let me tell you it was bittersweet because it's like always a little bit weird when something dies especially like in your care you know like you never like
1: you're talking like this like you've had this experience a lot in your life
0: well we okay we had a hamster the hamster died um Recently, over the holidays, like my family dog died.
1: I know that was terrible. That, I oh, look, it's I don't want to take, yeah, I don't want to take anything away from hamsters or fucking hedgehogs, but a dog is on a whole other plane of oh, existence. One hundred percent, dude. 100%. That's, that's tragic. My dog died, and I fucking cried like a baby. So,
0: oh my god, I remember. I think we talked about it, but I remember the next day and probably a half. My eyes literally hurt. Like, my eyes hurt because I was crying. I was, I, I, I've was never cried that hard in my life.
1: Oh, dude, it's tragic when you don't oh, do this. Dude, okay.
0: So, yes, I have dealt with some pet deaths. <laughs> the hamster? Fucking get out of my life, dude. You're not giving me anything. The you smell lump, like, like piss.
1: You fucking nip yeah. me.
0: Yeah, exactly. I don't get anything from you. I'm not even sure you care about me. You're just like, what, what is this giant doing? Clean my shit, you stupid human.
1: Where's my fucking wheel?
0: Yeah, exactly. Let me run on the wheel. Let me be loud at night. Um, So those... I will never... I will never sanction another purchase of one of those animals in my life.
1: Hedgehogs at least have the one-up from a fucking hamster. They're fucking cute as shit. Yeah. So fucking cute.
0: Yes, they are cute. And at least you have a little bit of it like exoticism in that pet. Like it's kind of an exotic pet. Hamsters are a fucking dime a dozen, bro. Like, like what are you? Who cares? You fucking,
1: you're yeah. like fucking. You're not even a full mouse. You haven't even got a fucking full tail, mate. What's going on?
0: Listen, if I can buy you for less than ten dollars, like you're what? <laughs> I think I, our hamster costs us like eight ninety nine. 99 <laughs> What a bargain! <laughs> yeah, PetSmart, baby. Yeah, you go there Deal the right time entry. of the year.
1: You get a buy one get one free special. All right.
0: It's true, it's true, you probably could They're probably trying to rifle through hamsters Because they they probably don't want to have them for too long Um, so Yes, I have dealt with pet deaths And that was sad in that My fiance, Haley Really doesn't do well with pet death Like, any pet deaths Like, she had, like, rabbits growing up Like, always takes death really hard with, With animals Um, so that's that's heartbreaking right to see like someone you care about like really upset but uh yeah for me i was like oh man i'm so glad i don't have to clean up this shit anymore (laughs) i love it
1: though drew will be setting up for the podcast and he's like clemmy cut it out
0: (laughs) yeah it's true it's true i called her a motherfucker before we started before we started recording, I think I I think she was being a motherfucker. She was pawing at the door and scratching the carpet. I am afraid. So, I am afraid we're gonna have to pay some money to fix the carpet. I don't know. I mean, you are gonna find out, right?
1: Uh, Drew might know this fact, but I grew up in at least with my my grandfather particularly despised cats. For anybody that doesn't know, uh, here is a fun fact about Australia. We have an insane population of feral cats. It's on another level. Because Australia is very unpopulated. These cats get out. They fucking mate with another cat. And then you've got these wild cats. These feral cats get bigger and meaner uh, than any regular cat. It's it's insane. But my grandfather was particularly passionate about how much he despised them. (laughs) Because he... uh, He was very passionate about Australian uh, wildlife. Uh, And Australia has a lot of like little marsupials that are kind of the size of like, even go down to the size of like a mouse and going up to bigger and feral cats kill those. And they kill a lot of native birds, which he was particularly passionate about. Uh, So growing up all through my childhood into my teens, he, well, maybe not into my teens, but definitely into my childhood, he would trap them, feral cats, and kill them. Uh, But... I'll be honest. Like oh, one of the scariest man. things I've ever seen in my life as a child was a cat A-trapped. that he's a trapped cat that he'd caught and he had it in his garage and he'd put a, an old towel over it. He pulled the towel off. This thing is just in my face at yeah. the edge of the cage, just Hissing. making, Oh, the gnarliest sounds you've, it was terrifying. Yeah, It's clawing at the cage. Yeah. It's like <clears throat> these things would fuck you up. Like it's, yeah, totally. It's just wild that, you know, like, and, and, and that was kind of like my childhood. Like, I don't think anybody in my family had a cat. But then it's weird. Like, it, not not that it was my grandfather passing, but like when he passed away, I feel like one family member was the first. Like, I think it was my aunt in Sydney. She was the first one who has kids. Uh, and as they got two house cats and then someone else got, I think my other aunt in Melbourne got a house cat. And then my mum had a cat. And it just, it was like this, it was just hilarious that, you know, it's I'd like grown up with this, like.
0: The cat hatred died with your grandfather. Like. Yeah, well, basically. Everyone like, in your family was like, all right, we could, we could get, we could get cats now. Grandpappy yeah. passed. But, uh, yeah, it's, and
1: I, 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 I would like a cat. My wife is, uh, deadly oh, she's allergic. really allergic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I said to us, yeah, like, let's get I, one I, of those ones, weird ones. It doesn't have any fur. Like, let's get one of those. Just the weirdest, the sphinx cats, whatever the fuck they're called. Like, let's just get. Let's just go yeah. straight, strange.
0: Yeah, I heard. I heard a lot of the allergies actually comes from their something on their saliva. Yes, it's in, a pro- I, I, that's
1: a weird fact that I know. It is. It's a protein in the saliva. A lot of people think it's the fur, but it's the saliva that it's they're licking they lick their fur, the fur. with. Yeah. It dries and then it flakes and go into the atmosphere and. That's what people are allergic to. I do. I don't know wh- where I found that fact out, but yeah, I did find that out. I, many I think I ago. probably
0: learned that from you. Yeah, <laughs> it's the only fucking um, fact
1: I know about cats.
0: Yeah, the, but that, the, I, oh, that I, and we've I talked about actually, it before.
1: And the males have spikes on their penis too. We know that too. True. Yeah, we
0: do. We do know that. I've never seen my male cat's penis, um, come out of its shell. I think we neutered him early <laughs> enough.
1: Come out of its shell. <laughs> it's like a fucking uh, mace that come out, and it's like a uh, le- leather sheath.
0: <laughs> yeah, could you imagine, like the cat, like you know, cats are re- you know obviously relatively small. Although my the male cat is a fucking chonker, dude. He's a he's big a, boy. He's a chunky yeah, boy. He's, yeah, he's a bi- he's a big <laughs> big boy, and he's got the appetite. And everything. I think he might have a thyroid problem. Every time I go out into the living room, he's asking to be fed. We had to put him on a diet, which is really, it's kind of difficult because Clementine, the smaller one, she, she's like tiny. She's like the, on the opposite spectrum. So we have two cats, we have a fat boy and then Clementine, who's like the, the runt of her litter or whatever. It's like shocking the difference. Cause they're like not that far off in age. Um, she's definitely younger than him, but yeah. So we're like trying to find that weird balance of making sure she has enough food but not overfeeding loki the male cat it's weird yeah but i i actually love i love having them around it they 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 bring a lot of joy to our lives and not a lot of like not a lot of issues that's why i say i it's just easier man
1: yeah i love dogs but i 100% agree like i just thought that would be like a good entry pet for my kids who you know yeah they, we obviously they grew up a little bit with Angus, but then there was a whole Angus thing, and then he moved out. So, I just thought it would be a good gateway to having a pet again. But obviously, there's the whole allergic thing. So, you know, what, what's I mean? Look, they shit in a box. Like, what wow, Jesus. Yeah, dude, that's it's fucking,
0: so, it's great. I love that. You can actually you can actually potty train them too. Like, you can teach them how to use the toilet.
1: I've seen, uh, I look, I have watched the compilations of those videos on Instagram, on, uh, not on Instagram, on fucking YouTube, and it is forever, like, one of the pinnacles of uh, internet comedy is cats shitting in toilets.
0: Yeah, because they don't, they don't look good doing it. Let's, let's be honest. No, they
1: don't. There's nothing like, glorious
0: about it. There's nothing glamorous about it. I mean, not that they would look good pooping in a box either, but, like, th- they have to, like, because the toilet seat is wider, like, their their legs have to be spread out, and they're all, like, hunched over, like, trying to, like, shit. Yeah, it's not a pretty sight, but I always thought that that would be kind of cool to... It's too late now for them, I think, but I think that would be kind of a cool... Like, to, to toilet train your cat, could you imagine?
1: I did not even know like, how you begin to start
0: that process. So we looked into it. We looked into it. I'll tell you. They have kits that you buy... Um, that first start off as basically a toilet seat cover Um, and you put litter in there and they learn how to they learn that that is their their shitter like the, the, the the toilet is where they go to the bathroom and then you actually slowly remove the litter and the hole in the in the toilet seat cover gets like you it gets bigger so the toilet seat is actually up initially the whole thing covers the actual toilet. And then you start taking these, you start cutting out basically like they're perforated a hole. So there's litter, there's like rings of litter. And then, and then eventually there's no rings and they, they just know to go in there.
1: So you're putting that like contraption in the bathroom near the toilet. So they know on the toilet. Oh, you're putting it on the toilet.
0: Yeah. So you, you, you lift the toilet The cover up and then you put it on the toilet seat It like i think it like clips onto the toilet seat and so they know they have to hop up onto the toilet to shit to to go to the bathroom and then and then slowly you start removing the rings and then they actually you know they get they get used to the (laughs) like poop plopping in the toilet and and yeah and then could you imagine just being able to come home and just flush a toilet like who the
1: fuck left the shitty in the, the poop in the toilet again? Jesus
0: Christ! One thing, one thing I will say that's a little bit disruptive, and it's not that disruptive. It's a little bit disruptive, dude. Cat shit smells so bad,
1: <laughs> worse than dogs.
0: Yes, one hundred percent. I legit, I I it must be their food. It must be their food because their food doesn't smell that great, and and we give them what we give them wet food and dry food. Um, so they get wet food twice a day and then dry food once, um, midday to like graze on and stuff. So they, the, the, the wet food is, you know, it's cat, it's cat wet food. It's not the, it's not the greatest thing in the world, but my God, I, I, I'll be sitting like playing video games and one of them will shit. I have a, we have a litter box in my office. One of them will shit in there and I legitimately have to like pause the game and go deal with it. It's that
1: bad. You're obviously just a sensitive boy.
0: No, I'm not a sensitive boy. I it's bad. I'm telling you, like like legitimately I'm not like super bad with smells. I'm not the greatest with smells, but I'm not like oh, bad fish, I'm going to gag. Like I've gagged a couple times with their shits. Legitimately like who <laughs>
1: uh yeah i mean i haven't smelled the cat Uh, look my experience with cat turds is when i had a dog is that we would go for a walk he would smell that shit and like just want want it like that was just i always called it truffles to him because you know because it was like turds with a little it had dirt on it so it looked kind of like a truffle (laughs) i always called it cat truffles because i'd be like oh i i try to pull him away but you know he he just like he was half uh He was half beagle, and beagles are known to have a great nose. So he, uh, you know, he just honed in on that shit, and he was just like, "Oh, he's my fucking afternoon treat. (laughs) Just go for it." (laughs) Uh, But uh, I don't know that I ever smelt like properly smelt a cat turd, and now that I don't think I want to, to be honest.
0: Yeah, it's not it's not the best experience in the world, to be honest. Um. Yeah,
1: look, I, w- I would like a cat. I-, I don't want Jen to suffer. I really don't. I, I think it'd be, it'd be cool because I love the, c- they-, they just seem like such, you know, like you said, like, you know, sometimes they can be, let's be honest, sometimes they're little cunts, but <laughs> there are the times where, like you said, they just want to snuggle up. They get they love the the pair thing. I love the pairing thing too. Like there's nothing like yeah, that. That's, that's, it that feels really, good. That's, that's just crazy. Uh. I don't really like the scratching of shit like that. Like, I mean, dogs do that too, I guess, to be honest. Like, uh, my dog used to scratch the door if it was shut to let him in. So, um, but yeah, the claws thing is a little bit terrifying to me. And then having seen people get like fucking cat scratch fever from that too, like knowing people that have suffered from that too, that that's kind of scary. But all of that aside, the shitting in the box, the, I think like the, like that's the sad thing like we love that dogs give us attention but there's a point where it's like eh, can you just like fuck off for a minute mate like yeah go lick your dick or something like what's going on (laughs) yeah Yeah.
0: like (laughs) go away please (laughs) and like and like you know like we don't have to take them like obviously we're not taking them on walks and stuff which you know that has like some benefit to us but like when we when we were living with dogs like you get off work and you kind of just want to like i kind of want to just like sit and relax and like yeah, fuck. I got to go walk the dog and make sure he's, you know, not too crazy. Um But yeah, it, it, the 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 purring thing too, like I think dogs you can tell that they're enjoying your pets. Like you you obviously have like the the tail wagging and you can tell that they're enjoying it. But there's something there's something to the purring that is just like so satisfying to me to know that I'm just making my cats feel so good right now. I'm pleasuring them (laughs) in the best way possible and they're telling me with their purrs and it does it does like actually like when they when she lays on my chest like when we're going to sleep and she's like purring it does it's like almost comforting. I don't know.
1: It's like the reverse of nipple it's the complete opposite reverse of nipple chafing.
0: Yeah there's nothing yeah there's nothing yeah. it couldn't be anything more opposite than nipple chafing. Um. Yeah, I've
1: never lived with a cat. I I'm I'm curious about it. Uh, but until someone makes a a, a cure for <laughs> cat allergies, cat allergies, and yeah, that's probably low on the priority of things, I guess. Uh, that.
0: Yeah, I've... I. I. Go ahead.
1: No, I've heard people, like, if you put yourself in that situation, if you have allergies, that you do build up some kind of immunity to it. I don't know how much truth there is in that, but I feel like it's a possibility.
0: Yeah, I actually used to get minor allergies to cats. And I think they're more like long-haired cats that fuck me up for whatever reason. And we we have 2 short-haired. Um, but my eyes used to get itchy. I would get kind of sneezy. Um, you know, if... if I would get kind of itchy too, like on my hands and stuff, if I was petting them. But I don't have that anymore. The only time I get like weird reactions to the cats is if they scratch me. If they scratch me, I get I get a little puffy near the scratch and get like kind of itchy. But it's not that. It's really not that bad. And actually, our two cats are really good. They don't. They don't really. They don't ever. Are never aggressive towards us. Hmm. Which is cool. Like I, I, honest, I, I, like, I'm an asshole to them sometimes, like, like not in a bad way. I'm not like throwing them against the wall, but like I'll pick them up, and like I can tell that they're not like super stoked about being picked up at that time. But they don't, they don't really like. They never have. I've never. The only time I've had them be aggressive is when I was getting mad at them for something.
1: Huh.
0: Um. Like I, I think I caught Loki pissing in the corner or something and I had to grab him uh on our carpet when we first it was like kind of when we first got him um so i I like caught him and he he knew he was in trouble and like kind of kind of swatted at me but it never never outside of that it's been awesome they're they're awesome like when I pick them up though the the, the, <laughs> the way that I know that they don't Loki doesn't really like being held so he'll just like push against me he'll like try to push against me to try to get down. And then Clementine will just, she's really vocal. So she'll just like sit there and meow. But she never like, she doesn't even try to really get down. If you sit down on the couch, will they come up to you and just like chill? Clementine will. Loki kind of does his own thing a lot, but um, he'll, he'll come in and check in on us. And they're funny when we have like blankets and stuff on the couch or something, they'll, they'll want to be under the blankets. So they'll come up and get under the blankets and kind of lay with us.
1: Good attack of the blanket goblins, mate.
0: Yeah, dude. They get in there. Sometimes they'll wrestle underneath the blankets. It's like their own little arena. <laughs> Fucking UFC for cats, dude. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh... Yeah, but I can't. I honestly, I can't speak highly enough of, of being a cat owner. And I'm glad we got two because I think that they, I think it helps them not be super crazy. Like they they kind of they kind of enter they kind of wipe each other out. They'll wrestle and stuff and run around. But. You know
1: the other, other thing I'm, like, forever fascinated about? And it's sad because it's something I know it, that is normal with dogs. But cats that do fetch. I love it.
0: I, Clementine totally plays f- fetch. Oh, she actually, her little toy that she loves playing fetch, actually, we had to get extra, like, makeup blender balls. Oh, yeah. You know, like, the little blender balls. She loves those things for some reason. And those are kind of bouncy too. So they're fun. So I'll, I'll throw it like kind of down on the carpet and it'll bounce and she'll just like fucking go crazy. <laughs> and then she'll come back and it's kind of, she doesn't really hold onto it too hard. It's kind of like dangling in her mouth and she'll bring it back and just like drop it.
1: You know the other cats I've always been fascinated about? Have you ever seen those, what they call them? They call them Savannah cats. Do you know no, what those I,
0: are? I don't think so.
1: You know what a serval is, right?
0: I think I looked this up. maybe one of the last times we... Spoke about pets or something. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, anyway. A a serval is like an African wildcat. They're one of the smaller ones. They're not like crazy. I mean, they're big, but they're they're big as like a medium-sized dog, maybe a little bit bigger, kind of lanky. But I don't know, at some point, someone started breeding servals, uh, I think that's how you pronounce their name, with domestic cats. And... Basically, we're selling them as um, as pets. And S1 is the first offspring. So a, a, a Savannah 1 is the first offspring of a wild cat or, you know, technically a wild cat and a domestic cat. And then there's S2s and S3s, which are obviously less, uh, less um, closer to the to wild source. But these cats are like the size of like a medium sized dog, maybe even bigger than that. They're not huge, but they're very kind of lanky and long, and yeah. and, and quite tall.
0: Twenty six pounds, seventeen to twenty four inches tall.
1: Yeah. Much bigger than like a regular house cat, though. Um, but uh, yeah,
0: dude, look at this! Look at this! Look at yeah. this boy! Look, Look at, at this him. lanky boy!
1: He's just fucking making a coffee. Isn't that adorable? Yeah,
0: he's totally he's totally brewing up his morning joe.
1: <laughs> you can fucking uh, you can train him to shit in a toilet. You can train him to fucking make the keurig in the morning. Like just get him on Get him get him in the action. Um, I've always been fascinated by them. Unfortunately, they come with a price tag of like thousands of dollars. So definitely yeah. not uh, not uh, for me. But uh, they have like an um, incredible pattern. As well, like their mm-hmm. their pattern is like beautiful, but
0: almost like leopardy. They they kind of have the or cheetah spots.
1: I've heard they're a lot like dogs too. Um, I've heard that they're more like dogs than they are like cats. Apparently, they're very playful. They like to do fetch. They're very athletic. They like a walk. I you know I that's the one thing I know you said that like that's the nice thing about cats, and I I definitely agree with you. Like you said, you know you come home from work you just want to chill the fuck out but there's nothing more entertaining and i don't see it nearly enough like if i'm ever at a park and i see someone walking a cat one <laughs> of the most entertaining things like i just love it just love it
0: yeah they used to um or i'm not used to but they have these uh like clear backpacks you can get that i thought like i i've thought about like maybe getting that you could put the cats in and like go for a walk with the backpack just to like let them like experience the outside world.
1: I've seen those. Yeah, I've have seen those before. They're a
0: little nerdy though. They're, they're kind of they look like an anime person would like like an like a uh, gnarly I was fucking anime thinking lover thinking would, the same yeah.
1: thing. I was literally yeah. saying like what kind of person would do it says the person that watches anime. Uh, but I think you
0: have a clear backpack. I think I've seen it before.
1: Oh, how did you know? I don't even I just put soft <laughs> toys in it too. It's even more anime anime weeb uh no I, I watched i do watch anime so I'm, I'm definitely guilty there don't know that i'd go to the if i ever had a cat don't think i'd put in a clear backpack but there is maybe a fan of anime out there that would put their cat in a clear backpack and that's okay all right you do you um any other cat facts because i feel like you're itching it's been a while but i feel like you're itching for a how much and i got a good one for you
0: yeah the no, I think we're. I think we've covered the cat. Drew's a fucking my, fan, though. He's a fan. Yeah, he's a we've new covered cat my, dad. Yeah, exactly. We've covered my my um, experiences as a new cat uh, as a new cat dad, and um, yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy about the de- the decision to buy. Or actually, we didn't even pay for them. To be honest, we had, we adopted them. We like rescued them from this weird. Um, like it was one of those cat cafes that, um, oh, was down in like, business. yeah, yeah. It was down in Pacific beach and they were like going, they like went out of business and the owner just like left the cats there. There was like probably when we went, there's probably 10 to 15 cats still there. And some poor girl who like knew the situation, like legitimately like worked her ass off to get all these cats adopted.
1: That's wild
0: yeah um so anyways yeah we we didn't even pay for him so that was that was cool um
1: well, that's cats drew's a fan that's cats that's i feel cats. like i'm a potential fan but until you we cure uh allergic reaction to cats no there's not gonna be one you're, in my life and that's okay yeah
0: you're in the you're in the waiting you're in the waiting uh room on that one
1: Oh yeah, it must like get one of those wing. like hairless cats and then full throttle.
0: Yeah, well, you'll have to you'll have to come by and meet the cats and play fetch with uh, Clementine just ah, to get your itch in. Love it. Yeah, I'm so excited for that. Uh, it is time for how much with your host. It's Vinny. Hey, Rocky. Um.
1: All right. Straight to it how much to be dominated by a dominatrix for an hour <laughs> You know what I actually thought of this while I was I went for a run before dinner and this is what came into my head Oh my god I I this is the uh, I this might be weird to a lot of people too I don't run to like some like EDM type shit too I run to classical music
0: Yeah that's fucking insane that's... It just
1: puts me in, like, a peaceful state. I don't know. Like, it, it helps me focus on, like, breathing and making sure I'm getting enough oxygen and, like, just keeping consistent path. But, uh, yeah, this somehow popped into my head and I forgot about it. And then as we started recording, I remembered and I put it in because I thought it was funny. I'll be honest, like, I respect you, Kinks. If there's someone out there, you like getting fucking your dick whipped or some shit by a dominatrix, respect to you. I have... <laughs> no fucking interest in that there's no part of me that makes my penis remotely uh, excited thinking about that there's no part of me that thinks it's it sounds have you so terrible to me just basically to be put in a position of pain and be what and it's also like belittling you too
0: i don't want that yeah, the 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 weird like domin oh man that's so weird like like I have I've seen I've seen clips of of dudes like a a, a lady or a dude, I don't know, whoever's behind the dominatrix suit legitimately like full on kicking them in the nuts.
1: If you're a lady listening, I'm sure there's a part of your anatomy that gets you know, you ladies deal with period pain and all that kind of stuff. Like it's shitty. Get nuts are on a like a whole. Uh, there, it, it's. I'm sure there's something on a on a lady that's particularly sensitive. No, these things dangle from our bodies. It's this. It's it's built I, into our DNA that this is a yeah. target. If you want to, you want to drop a guy like a sack of fucking potatoes. Kick you him kick in the dong.
0: Right yeah. Yeah, I, I've always had an. I've had a few arguments about the pain between getting kicked in the nuts and like a boob punch, like getting hit in the boob. I heard that that's not ple- uh, pleasant. <laughs> Who gets in that
1: fucking argument, though? Drew does.
0: I mean, a friendly debate. If we're being fair, it's not an argument. <laughs> I hope but... this was
1: between you and Chris too. Wasn't even like it was between you and a woman.
0: No, no. I, I just, I would. It would be interesting to like be able to feel you know how they have those like sent uh like stimulators that can simulate um the pain of childbirth have you seen those or heard yeah, of yeah that
1: sounds fucked too that's uh, for me i just like i've seen it and that was enough for me it was rough for me watching it and i know that it wasn't even on any level I-,
0: I will take i would take 17 nut kicks before having to birth a child
1: 17 nut kicks
0: maybe not consecutive maybe (laughs) maybe you could give me a few minutes to recover in between but i mean dude so oh man i'm with you like i have no desire i don't i don't have that kink i don't know i have no idea why you would ever want that type of pain i don't know how that's arousing
1: sex yeah yeah, there's nothing remotely sexual about that for me
0: no, no, and hey, listen, res- I I respect it. Like, if that's what you're into, it's what you're into, and that's fine. We're we're all into different things. Um, but uh, the the whole like dominatrix getting whipped, being put down, uh, for an hour. Um, God, I'm trying. I'm really trying. To I could come imagine up with being a like a few for minutes
1: that. into it, be like, can you fucking not? Yeah. I'm not putting up with this shit any longer. Like, I don't know I about don't all your other I not want clients. you to
0: chafe my nipples. Stop doing that. <laughs> I've experienced that once before, and I never want to do that again. No. Um, <laughs> can I say that that I think would probably take me? I'll I'll say twenty thousand.
1: I- I'm one hundred and ten percent with you. You know. Could I probably do it for less? Yes. Do I want to? No, I don't. I just don't. There's no part of me that wants to, and an hour of it too. Like I, I was thinking thirty minutes, but I was like, no, you got to app the irony on this one because this is this is something I do not want to experience.
0: When when you're in pain and you want something to end, an hour is gonna last a fucking lifetime. When you're ready to be out of that shit, I always like. I don't. I, I think I've said this before. I'm not a big weed smoker. Because I enjoy it for like 30 minutes, and then I'm fucking done with being high. The next hour and a half takes forever for me to come down from being high from smoking weed. So that's why I don't partake in the recreational use of marijuana. But, like, it's the same thing. Like you like two, like you said, like two minutes in, you're like, fuck this, man. I don't want. I, this is. I want this to be over. That hour's gonna. That hour's gonna feel a lot longer. Than oh yes. An hour, like it's, I could just uh, imagine gonna... it
1: being like a crappy room. Maybe it feels a bit dirty and gross in there. Yeah, it's dingy. You have to it's s- dark. Sit on the floor or something. You're probably You're probably like, sweating. Handcuffed or something, or tied up, or. But I just imagine there's lots of like. Feet, like, shoes, like, boots in faces, getting hit.
0: Yeah, you're just uncomfortable for a whole fucking hour, and probably in pain.
1: Yeah, I But I just I, imagine, I, I really a think... few minutes into it, I'm just like, stop. Can... This is really not nice, okay?
0: <laughs> I said I didn't want you to kick my nuts. Um... Yeah, I I really I I don't know, 20,000, I guess. I think I think I'm with you like I I might be able to be talked into like 15, maybe 10, but I I can't go lower than that.
1: No, I would want I want I want a premium for this one too cuz this I I just yeah here here's this if you out there you can be anonymous too if there's a way you can if you are out there because we w- i want to know drew I'm sure drew's in on this with me i just want to i wanna know the justification of like where this comes from like is some is it somewhere deep and dark like something that maybe happened in your childhood or as a teenager if you're out there uh hit us up on our email and um let us know why. Cause I just, I don't get it, but I want, I want to understand
0: it. I, I yeah, I want to, I wonder if the dominatrix dominatrices, the dom- the people who like dominatrix, like, I wonder if they're self-reflective to, enough to be like, you know, yeah, my, my mom and dad were pretty abusive and I felt powerless my whole life. And then I got into dominatrix and I like being in a position of power. Like I'd be interested to hear that side of it. Oh, okay. Um, you know, I, there's got to be some something going on with that dynamic, right? Something something along those lines. The people who enjoy that stuff, I, I have no, ju- I have no idea the justification behind. It. I can't even think of the type of trauma that would lead you to being fucking sexually aroused by being abused like that.
1: Yeah, it's a mystery.
0: Um yes like Vinny said email us without definite aim at com if you are into that stuff I, I really like honestly i'm interested um and you know we have millions listening to this podcast so it's there must be someone out there um who can tell us their life stories about their dominatrix interests yeah
1: you can be anonymous uh i i don't need to, we don't need to know who you are or if you just want to message us and we'll keep you anonymous but it's just it's one of those things that I don't understand. I want to know, and like Drew said, there's two aspects of it too: the people that are getting dominated and then the people that are dominators, but uh, a dominatrix. But yeah, I don't understand it. But it's a lot of money for me because it sounds
0: terrible. I have a a quick question for you: if what would your what would your if you were a, a, a professional dominator, what would your dominator name be? Ooh. Uh,
1: well, my nickname for a period of time was the butcher. I feel like it'd be something like Oh, that sounds too murdery. That's though.
0: actually no. Well, I, I I mean that could get some clientele, you What know? about there booty, booty
1: butcher? What about the booty butcher?
0: The booty butcher. Dang, that's a good that's a good one. That's a good one. Knowing maybe for maybe... my
1: uh, my big wood panel that I spank you, you behind uh, with.
0: Yeah. No, I think I think you have actually a a, a good shot of being successful with that name. <laughs> um, I I I I was thinking maybe like the nipple whipper, you know, just to keep keep the nipple chipping theme on the on point. Like whipper, nipple whipper.
1: <laughs> that your specialty is just coming up and like you got a tiny little whip for nipples.
0: Yeah, it's like the tassels, you know, like that type of whip. Ooh, you know, the ones ow. that have like Ooh. you know you know what I'm talking about. The ones that are like. Multiple Ooh. leather straps.
1: Yeah, that sounds. I'm terrible. going
0: hard on your nips with that thing. I'm the nipple. Watch worker. out for those. Those nips
1: are going to get worked. By the. Don't ask ripper.
0: me to do anything to any other body part. I won't do it. But if you're into some hardcore nipple dominatrix, then I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, that was how much with your host. It is the one and only Vincenzo. Hey, no worries. Hey, uh, so I just want to give a, a sincere thank you for those who uh, have stuck with us through the little uh, vacay that we took. Um, if you're back here, I know we've we've actually, honestly, um, Vinny was telling me before we've gotten some nice feedback of like, hey, when are you guys when are you guys coming back? Like, I'm looking forward to the next episode. Um, so appreciate it. We appreciate you coming back to us and uh we're 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 back, baby.
1: We're back. Thank you. We do appreciate it.
0: We do. It's always it's always uh it's always kind of nice to hear that people uh people look forward to this. So, um keep listening. Uh do us a favor if you enjoy it that much, go ahead and subscribe, maybe throw in a rating, maybe even a quick review if you please and tell us yeah. why you enjoy it. It could be just like you enjoy um, you, you know, you enjoy uh Vinny's Aussie accent. Maybe you look forward to the Aussie button. God chiming in. Um, I don't know. Just let us know. Um, you can find our podcasts at Apple podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon music, uh, pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. That is where we're at. So check us out. Check this out. Hey, you know what? You could always, you know, I know everyone was looking forward to the new podcast, I the good thing about this podcast it's it's timeless baby. It is timeless and some of our early shit is good.
1: It's true. It's very there's some there's some treasure on there, trust me.
0: Yeah, you never you never know what you're going to find and that's the point. It's without definite aim. All right, thanks for listening everybody. We will see you next week same time same place. Yes. Bas- basically, uh, you know, whenever you find us, that's where we're at. So um, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.